You're listening to the Fat Boy Show on this beautiful, beautiful Friday morning. Don't you just love that Friday is here? It means we can go out and have a good time. The weekend is practically just knocking on your door. Well, speaking of weekend, you probably have places to go and I'm guessing you might be inclined to call a safe border in order to have you taken wherever you need to go. Yeah, you might be inclined. Or you might have been inclined, at least not until you read the terms and conditions, the latest updates which caused you to pull your hair out because just reading it at its face, it seemed so, shall I say, shocking the way it, uh, according to some of the sections in the updated terms, that SafeBoard as a company had no interest in taking any liability for any damages that might be incurred over the course of the journey. And some people were like, but wait, I thought the whole point of safe border was that I could feel safe. But now with these new terms and conditions, I'm not sure I do feel safe. Social media has exploded with discussions over this controversy. And I thought it would be useful to speak to the safe border people to find out exactly what's going on with their updated terms and conditions. And indeed, should people be concerned? Is safe border now unsafe border? Uh, on the phone with us is rapper Thompson Ricky. He is the co-founder and director of Safe Border. Welcome to the Fat Boy Show. Thank you so much, uh, Fat Boy, and thank you for inviting me to the show. Uh, Ricky Rapper Thompson is the co-founder and director of Safe Border, but he's also an ex-border rider um, with a wealth of experience in the border border industry. So, first-hand experience co-founder will understand exactly what the industry must must have and what is best for the industry. Of course. I had one of the best customer service um, that I used to offer to people. I had one of, I actually, in, in connecting with you, say I, I was one of the best uh, drivers around town, the most celebrated. Really? So you, yeah, but you used to ride borders yourself? Yeah, yeah. I joined Border Border in early 2010, um, then um, ro- rode through 2012. I founded the Sistua company known as the Kampala Border Border Sistua. And I was able to grow through, co-founded Safe Border after losing a friend in a border-related accident with my other friends, with the actually a former customer. So yes, I've, I've gone through this um, and understand the border industry and understand what is actually also best for the customers. Okay, and just to be clear, you, you, you are a Ugandan, yes? <laughs> you man, we come from the same area. Because eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, some people were saying, by the way, did you know they're not even owned by Ugandans? But he says he's a co-founder, so maybe he can tell us about the other founder. Yeah, I, I, I'm a Ugandan. I belong to the clan called Okarwokotilin. I come from a village called Aratbi. My sub-county is called Agwata. Parish is called Kachung. The district is Dokolo, um, which was originally in Lira district. Wow. I come from the northern part of this country. So I belong to the Lao uh, community, the Lao group. Um, but most importantly, I am a Ugandan. Just to break it down so that someone understands that you're speaking to a Ugandan. And I can easily twist the language. Um, and I hope I hope the audience will will understand that as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, so as Olive was asking, you do have a another co-founder, correct? Correct. Um, with three people. There's myself, Ricky Rapper Thompson, and my other co-founder, Maxime Dudonet from Belgium, and Alistair Sok um, from Scotland. So we are three um, young people who work together and build what is now known as Safe Border. All of us were here in Chewando in a small room of 150,000 shillings in the year 2014 when, when the idea was born. And we have walked through from Chevando Central here, moved to Baha'i Road, moved to Akasha, and came back to Chevando where we have the academy. And we are all here 
we are actually in the same place right now as I speak. We've been here for all these years together, building um, building this brand that that Ugandans have accepted. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm yeah. quite uh, impressed at how you know how well it has taken off, and now it's sort of ubiquitous in terms of mobile app uh, border border services. You people are essentially the pioneers and the the leaders. Uh, so that's uh, quite incredible. Thank you. So thank you. Now, um, recently we've been seeing a wave of uh, updates on terms of and services for various applications. Uh, yeah. And and not just Safe Border, WhatsApp recently did so. Uh, others, uh, can can you tell us the reason behind this? And is are your latest updates on your terms and conditions? Do they have anything to do with that latest trend, or is it something you did independently out of your own uh, concerns? No, uh, fat boy. Let me just give you a bit of a history because this is something that most Ugandans are not paying attention to. Um, around July, there was a story that was published by unwanted witness, okay? A story that highlighted that there were a few gaps or a few other things that were still missing in our in our terms of use, in our in our terms of use. And uh, and of course, we took that feedback very, very seriously. That story, um, that report, um, a young man, I think, made a petition to parliament, unwanted witness made a petition to NITA U um, to really see to it that um, safe border, plus lots of other companies, I think many people no unwanted witness for really being very passionate about um, about data privacy uh, policies, um, not only for for, uh, for private companies, but even for government. You should have seen um, them on Twitter talk about um, um, sharing different issues, sharing their opinion on different issues, doing studies on different issues, especially in line with data privacy. Now, one thing I want to put is very, very clear that when that story came out, um, there was another twist of that story which is the sad story that is, sometimes we need to be very careful that some some stories that are being pushed out might not be the best and might might be manipulative because that story was twisted and what trended around july was the story that safe border was caught selling data okay now uh because of that petition um nita you was tasked to investigate and i think you should have seen a letter from the speaker that asked minister of ict to see to it that um, that that um, that that safe border is investigated, um, then once the, the investigation is done, they should send the report to them with the recommendation. We have been going through a very a, a very deep uh, investigation um, with uh, with NITA Uganda, and of course, at safe border, we knew for sure that we are not doing anything wrong. We are doing everything to see to it that um, that people who use our platform are safe because safety is always as always and is and will remain part of our DNA. So we co- we were very cooperative with them. And of course, the investigation came out clearly and clear that Safe Border was not, there was nothing to prove, there was nothing that safe, that to prove that Safe Border was selling data. But remember in July, that's like the story that was promoted. I'm not blaming anybody, but you know, these are, these are, these are things that happen. Okay, so in the, in, in the wake of that controversy, you felt that there was a need to update your terms and service in order to explain to the user exactly how their data will be handled, how it will be protected, and so forth. We, we, we realized, of course, there, were, there was need for us to be much more clearer uh, and much more open with the public. But, but please note that the, the terms and conditions that you're reading today was there from the very, very beginning. But I just wanted to give you some bit of a genesis. So when this happened, we went on an investigation. The report came out. Data released the report, I think dated, I think, 25th, somewhere 
around December that clearly um, that clearly states that Safe Border was was not caught selling data. Um, there was no proof that Safe Border was selling data. But then there were a few recommendations that were made. We actually made a public statement and said, look, um, uh, the recent report clearly states that we were not selling. We, we don't sell data. We don't share data with with the third parties without the consent of the users. And we made it very, very clear. The twist immediately after we posted that, a complete different story came out, clearly saying that Safe Border has closed its, its support center. Safe Border is no longer safe. When you get to the Safe Border, you die on your own. Another story that, I, I, that, that you could see clearly is a tweet that has a, a, a guy with three plates saying that the Safe Border driver now has to ring the terms and condition it's comfortable eating your, your, your food. <laughs> okay, now... Now, now, yeah. now, <coughs> now, fat boy, this was, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't what the report was saying, but we understand and, and we fully agree. We want to be empathetic here and really agree that the terms and conditions that we, all we want to say is that the terms and conditions that, that, that we have written is a standard practice for the industry. Okay, that's and fine. It, but ju- just a second. So, um, just it was just a few days ago when all of us that use SafeBoarder opened the app and then we were greeted with a, a, a page that uh, asked us to agree to new sets of conditions and terms. Okay? By... By, 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 I, so you're saying I'm these sure. terms and conditions have always been there, but then the, the, these seem to be... New, you are asking us once again to agree to new terms, it seemed like. I, I, uh, Fatboy, you know very well, and you're an app developer, yes. that uh, companies continue to do updates every time and again, and improves even on their terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Once there's an improvement on the terms and conditions, by law, you're supposed to ask the users to either consent to it or not. And, and, and you cannot continue using the platform if you have not consented to the new terms and conditions. Okay, because so that, was the, that there protects there was, you. That protects you as the user. Okay. So for us, for us as well, to make sure that the practice, because we cannot just put the terms and conditions and you have not accepted it, uh, or, you don't, or you don't know it, or you have not read it, and we assume you, you, you understand the terms and conditions um, that we have put out there. So it's a, it's a normal practice that even WhatsApp will keep asking you to update. Um, even yourself with your app, whenever you you make an adjustment or make an, an improvement, this is true. Listen, you you will always do that. And and I think this is this is this this is not new. This is a this is a standard practice. Okay, so let's the- let us let us now go to let let us now go to the specific sections in the updated terms and conditions that is causing the controversy and is causing people to be very angry with safe borders. So I'm just going to hand it over to Olive if she can just tell us uh, what uh, those sections are. Yeah, there is one that says we will not be liable for any damages, direct, incidental, and all consequential arising out of the use of safe border, including without limitation, damages arising out of communicating and all meeting with other participants of safe border. Then another, we have no responsibility whatsoever for the actions or conduct of any service providers or users. We have no obligation to intervene in any way in disputes that may arise between drivers, riders, or third parties. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> bad boy. So, when someone uh, yeah. thinks safe border, they think, hey, this company has my back. If I have a problem with a rider, they'll come sort it out. These new, these new conditions seem to indicate that that will not be the case. Exactly. So, do you still believe that safety is in your DNA? 
uh, safety is and was and it will always remain in our DNA. Well, what you should know is that the practice that we have always had at Safe Border, what has made us who we are, we haven't, we haven't diverted from that. What we used to do from the very beginning by making sure that one, we vet the drivers um, through uh, an interview before they join us, we still do that. We take them through different training, big brass training, including the code of conduct, which they consent to. Uh, um, and then they also go through road safety training, fast uh, customer service training, fast aid training, um, financial literacy training, and all these other training that we give them to empower them because safety and community is always part of us and it's part of our DNA. We haven't moved away from that. Besides that, as we prepare them, we get information of our drivers and make sure we know exactly who is jumping, who is going to use our platform, what in, and, and prepare them so that they use our platform the right way, especially the drivers. And then after that, we give them an after. Um, when they join the committee, we also go ahead to give them extra support to prepare them, to continue to prepare them so that they don't divert from what has made Safe Border what it is. All right. What so if you can, fast wait, fast wait, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, a little bit. If you can, if you can, if you can, if you can bear with, if you can agree with me that before the coming of Safe Border, it was difficult to know exactly who is here to transport the public, who is here to do motorcycle taxi, and who is riding um, um, to work. That's why we have come up with a clear density. A clear identity. Our drivers have got reflectors with their names on it, and that provides an additional level of security. They've got the helmet, not only for themselves, but for the passengers, with numbers on them. And in case of any issue, we still continue to make sure that we are able to trust and bring back those drivers to order. That's like that's like angle one, making sure that we prepare our drivers and continue to support them and make them the best uniquely in the industry. One thing that we will also note in the industry that even before the coming of safe border historically there was no border boardman who could stop by the traffic light um to wait for the light to turn green and then they go but safe border brought all that because we we we, we were working together as a community so you see that our drivers can stop by the traffic light they almost carry they carry one passenger they don't jump on the pavement to respect other other road users they're very cooperative with other road users and we are also compliant making sure that and one extra thing that we do is make sure that our drivers have got driving permit and I've also got PSV. And right now, as we speak, we're having an engagement meeting with our drivers to see to it that we continue to support them. Even we are partner with Wayfinery Permit to see to it that our drivers continue to receive, um, to, 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 to be compliant. Besides that, we also go an extra mile of provide them with an insurance. We are partner with Turaco to see to it that our drivers have got an extra and an extra service that they wouldn't have gotten from anywhere. Now, away from that, financial services, they want bike, they want cash, all this is provided. But one thing that is very clear as well is we, we work closely with Ministry of Workplace Transport to see to it that our safe borders have got PSV because them having a PSV... Is what, a what's a PSV? Security. What's PSV? It's a, a public service vehicle license that allows you to carry a passenger. Because if you don't have it, then you are you are illegally carrying a person. So um, if you have if, if you have gone to all this length to make sure that your safe border riders do the right thing, why are you again saying that you have no responsibility whatsoever for their actions while on the wait, road? Wait, wait, wait! I'm I'm coming back to that now. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be in court here. <laughs> no, no, we just need you to explain to us so that we understand. I'm definitely going to do that. Um, um, so, so another thing I really wanted to explain is is the fact that 
the rest of the other services that we were still giving to our passengers um, have not changed because I also saw a tweet saying that Safe Borders closes its support center. Please come and see what 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 we what what we do, especially here in Tewando, in this village of Tewando. We still have our our support center um, where customers can still call in. Where support where customers can still call in and get the necessary support. You know, in case maybe you order for your food and your food arrived arrived in a different format and maybe it arrived halfway, maybe it got forward, maybe it wasn't delivered, we're still more than willing and we still provide that extra support because even as safe for working with vendors, we have a very clear understanding with everyone that we that we work um, that we work with. So of course when you look at our terms of use, it's it's just a standard document, um, a protection that, that every company, if you look at the terms of use for other companies like Gojek and, and the rest of the other the other platform, you will see that this is a standard document. And most of the things that you're already seeing there were actually there, but they were just they have been improved. What I would say here is that we're not trying to run away from the fact that we are here to serve. We're not trying to run away from the fact that the safety of our customers is of paramount importance. We're not trying to run away because we are not, we are now recruiting bad drivers. No, we are. The reality still remains. We will continue to serve the people of Kampala and beyond in the best way possible. What we have done is we have listened to the feedback because basically this was an opportunity for us to listen to the people that we serve. And to be honest with you, it was an opportunity for us to directly get feedback. And, and I think this is going not only to happen to us, but to other companies. One big opportunity that every company has, or one big opportunity that we have, is that people love us, people appreciate That's why they take an extra time to speak to us and give us feedback. Okay, so just, just a moment. Yeah, what we, yeah, go ahead, finish, please. What we will do, we will definitely um, review our terms of use um, and see what's best uh, for the industry. But yeah, but when you really say when you say we have no responsibility whatsoever for the actions or conduct of any of the service providers, it sounds like you're leaving us at the mercy of uh, the, riders. the riders. If they decide to rob us, uh, attack us, us, assault us, mm-hmm. then you as a company that linked me to this driver, you're saying you have no responsibility? Whatsoever. And uh, please note, to add on what James just said, there are people, especially women, that no longer use any other border because they believe they are safe with safe border. Now, when I read that you do not have any responsibility for what may happen to me when I'm with your rider, do you think this encourages me to use your services again? I hear you. I think I think it doesn't it doesn't sound very friendly, especially for 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 all our for all our users. So what what we will do, as I did mention, we will review our terms of use um, and make sure it is adjusted um, in the best way possible. But also for the public, I think it's good for them to know that this is a standard practice um, for any company. What I what, what I hear is really like the way it sounds. It, it I, I I want to accept that. A lot of people have been have been telling me the same thing that the terms of use doesn't sound very friendly. It sounds like we are leaving people on their own um, when actually that's not the truth. Because even as I speak today, if you have any issue, any challenge with our driver, if uh, maybe you ordered and then the driver started the trip without picking you, if you ordered for your food and um, and you and your money was deducted and you did not receive it, please still reach out to us. We're still more than willing to support whenever we can. 
um, and we'll continue to support because this is how we, we started. We started from just a, a small call center and grew into an app and then um, uh, and, and we become who we are because people have always been very supportive to us. The community have always been very receptive. The community has always talked to us whenever we needed to make adjustments or made suggestions um, and, and we have always listened to them. So really like for the customers out there, let no one panic, nothing has really changed. Um, speak to us whenever you have any challenge. Report to us if a driver has misbehaved, we'll be more than supportive and we'll make sure that that driver is, is, um, is, um, is handled in the best way possible because we don't encourage our drivers to do anything wrong to our customers. And the truth is the safety of our customers is of, is of paramount importance. We cannot ignore that. So let no one worry. The safeboard that you've been using is still the safeboard that you'll still be using. We're actually doing more to see to it that the community gets better and safer. Okay, so uh, how do you hope to restore the confidence of uh, your users, the customers, who now have been thrown in a panic, concerned that they no longer are in safe hands with you? Um, do you uh, plan to... Uh, you, you mentioned that you wanted to review the terms and conditions, but why don't you definitively state that you are going to change them and can you let us know when that change will happen so that people can feel confident knowing that things haven't really changed from what they were before where they could easily appeal to the company in case there was a problem with the rider? Fat uh, uh, boy, I really want to use the correct English one. Um, the team has, has received the feedback and they are already in the process of reviewing the terms of use and making it much more friendlier. But we are also continuing to really build systems that could allow us to serve our people better. Um, and, and we will continue to communicate to the public, of, uh, we will continue to, con to speak to the public honestly about what's going on and about the different services that we continue to provide to them. Um, that's what I can say right now. I will not, I'll not, uh, I'll not say what you want me to say, but I will tell you what I must say, which is, we have received the feedback and the team is in the process of making sure that um, the, the terms of use is, is, sounds better and sounds, uh, sounds well. You know, I, I, I cannot tell you and give you the timeline right now on, um, on, a, on a call. <laughs> okay. Maybe you will invite me again next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, fair enough. Now, uh, I'd like to ask you um, how you felt. What were your feelings uh, as you saw the outrage build up uh, on social media? in the days following the updating of your terms of use in which, you know, people felt as though SafeBoard as a company didn't care for their safety anymore. What was your reaction when you saw that? Um, thank you. Um, it's, as a SafeBoarder, of course, um, we continue to, to, to appreciate feedback from our customers. We listen to our customers. Um, and um, of course, for us, we saw, we saw concern um, because the conversation that was going on wasn't the best uh, for the brand that has been created um, by the community of, 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 of the customers because the support that we have received from the population in Uganda um, is, is overwhelming um, and we clearly said this uh, from the very beginning, I've always said that, that, um, that the, the, the brand that we have today has been created um, by the people of Uganda, by the people of Kampala, who continue to appreciate us and um, and listen to us and and advise us every time and again. But we also, I also took time um, to to lead through and see some of the comments, some of the communication. You could use. I think you can also do the same. You'll notice that there are 
there were few inaccuracies in some of the communication. But nevertheless, um, as a brand, as a community, we'll continue to communicate and share facts about who we are, what we stand for, and we'll continue to work together with the community of, of borders, that we work with the community of our passengers, to see to it that we continue to build a brand and the best brand. As today, we're really proud of Safe Border being the number one ride hailing app for motorcycle taxi in Africa that, has, that was built from Taylor and Kampala and has been able to cross uh, beyond East Africa. Ah, okay. Well, um, we want to thank you so much for uh, agreeing to talk to us uh, and being on the show today. I think it was important for people to get clarification from you, from Safe Border, as to what the implications of the new terms of use uh, was. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Fat Boy Show. We wish you much luck and please continue to be a safe border for everybody. <laughs> thank you, thank you. We'll continue, the safe border will continue to share uh, the, real, the, the real story about safe border. We'll continue to listen to the public, especially our customers, the loyal customers. Um, we'll continue to serve the community. This is who we are. Um, and we cannot change, um, we cannot become something else. We are a community and we care so much about the safety of, of our customers and of, of our riders. I thank you so much, uh, Boy and the entire team, uh, for calling me and for inviting me on the show. It's such a pleasure. Um, and, um, I appreciate you and I wish you the best. God bless you. All right. Thank you and good luck. Apoyo. <laughs> ah, that's all I know. That's all you know. Oh, <laughs> I guy grew up in the city. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're listening to the Fat Boy Show. Stick around for more great music. Ladies and gentlemen, RX Radio, the Fat Boy Show.